0: This podcast speaks openly and honestly about the holidays. Believers beware. Hello everyone, and welcome to Popular Podagogy's holiday special, brought to you by the Faculty of Education at Queen's University. I'm your host, producer Josh. Nathan will be back with us in the new year. Well, we thought it'd be kind of fun to do something different for this podcast, and have some staff and faculty members tell us some of their funny classroom stories. I won't talk too much, so just sit back and enjoy. Up first, Kate Fazakerly from the School of English, with a story of how she ended up on the naughty list in kindergarten.
1: Um. So when I was in kindergarten, I was suspended for a day. For telling all of my classmates that Santa wasn't real and that clearly they were less intelligent than I was because the idea of some reindeers being able to fly and others not being able to fly was ridiculous and creepy that their parents didn't think it was alarming that a large, strange white man was watching them day and night that seemed problematic to me as a child that if anybody else in their lives was watching them 24/7 that would be cause for alarm but somehow it was okay for santa um they didn't like that um so yeah i was suspended in kindergarten for a whole day for ruining the uh, magic of christmas for several children <laughs>
0: Already, Chad Herman, also from the School of English, has some holiday-themed
2: dad jokes to share with us throughout this podcast. So we work in finance in the School of English. Uh, You know, math can be a pretty tricky thing. Five out of four people admit they're bad with fractions. (laughs) 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 My wife, she makes fun of my work sometimes. Uh, This morning, she looked at me and she said, you know, a bus stops at a bus station. A train stops at a train station. The work, it stops at your work station. (laughs) Two snowmen standing in a field, one snowman turns to the other, says, do you smell carrots? Up next is Jamie
0: Piper. He has a story about how a popular children's show performed a holiday miracle in his classroom.
3: Okay, so the story I'm going to tell you about, I was teaching OAC Calculus. Didn't have a really big class, maybe about 15 to 18 students. Um, My class for Calculus was the first period, which was right after homeroom. And when it comes close to Christmas, all the homerooms had a competition, decorate your door for Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And so a class was right into it. They wanted to decorate the door. happened that a couple of days before, I was, we were talking about um, uh, student engagement, interest, keeping yourself interested in things. And I said, well, it's sort of like uh, uh, the TV shows, like Mr. Dress Up and uh, uh, Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street and Teletubbies. They were all designed to keep the kids' interest uh, for a long period of time, and they had all the characteristics of, of of interest holding. My students didn't believe me. They said, no, well, we'll get you on Sesame Street, sure, but not the Teletubbies. That's <laughs> like, no. I said, no, seriously, it is. My son watches it all the time, and he loves it. So they didn't believe me. So I thought, well, on uh, tour decorating day, I'm going to bring in the Teletubbies. <laughs> VHS, this is how old it was, uh, and just put it on, because not everybody can be around the door and working on the door, so I set it up so that some people could hang out over here, watch the video if they wished. So we were all working on the door, and I put the the video on, and after about five minutes, um, half the room got incredibly quiet, and I was wondering what was going on. Um, all the girls were here helping me with the door, and all the guys were sitting over watching the Teletubbies. But they were dead silent. They were eyes glued to the TV, chins in their hands, their mouths are open. I think some of them might have even been drooling. <laughs> Probably not, but it sure looked like they could have been. And the girls and I just sat and or stood and, and watched them <laughs> watch the Teletubbies for oh about a good two minutes. <laughs> they still and now the whole room is quiet, and the guys still didn't respond. The power of quality children's programming. Teletubbies. At Christmas, apparently.
2: There's nothing like the joy on a kid's face during the holidays. I can't wait to see my daughter's face when she opens up that brand new PlayStation box full of socks I bought her. Now, I asked my wife what she wanted for Christmas. She said nothing would make me happier than a diamond necklace. So I bought her nothing. <laughs> What do you call a kid that doesn't believe in Santa Claus? A rebel without a clause. (laughs) Faculty member Chris Carlton is
0: next with a lesson he learned the hard way about hosting a holiday classroom potluck.
4: Hey, so my Christmas story um, is from a few years back. It was a grade four class. And uh, as tradition has it, we were going to do a Christmas celebration, a feast and all feasts. So they were all instructed that they were to go home, uh, talk to their parents, and bring in uh, different types of, of food and, and and beverages to be able to uh, celebrate the, the holiday season. And everything was going fantastic. We had, as usual, the back of the class was just chock-a-block full of of everything you can imagine from candy cane ice cream to uh, uh, marshmallows to hot chocolate, and everybody was all excited. So. I decided to empower my students by letting them set up the entire thing. And uh, they started putting things out and they categorized it for desserts and, and different ways they did it. And this is where the teacher needs to pay a little bit more attention to detail. So we started our festivities and I was going around and, and uh, sampling all the different things as teachers have that privilege to do. And it probably wasn't, I was about a, about 15, 20 minutes late to the table and I noticed that a lot of the kids were devouring some of, the, uh, some of the treats a little bit faster than others. So I started going around and, and came to uh, uh, Sally's table, or what Sally had brought in. And I looked down, and here was a beautiful Christmas cake. And I thought, that's great, I'll have a piece of Christmas cake. And it was labeled even Grandma's Christmas cake. And I took a bite of it, and it was so laced with rum that it was just unbelievable. And I quickly turned around to see how many of the kids had taken it as well, and of course, all of them had a sample of that rum on their thing. So I quickly went around and scooped up as many as I could and said, we're not gonna have that one. And they didn't ask any questions, and and about another five minutes, I got back to the table, and I got over to the dessert table, and I noticed this one box of chocolates was almost completely gone. And so I grabbed the last one, and again, attention to detail, liquor-filled or liqueur-filled chocolate with the little bottles and I guess Johnny had gone home and couldn't find his mom or dad so I just grabbed the first box of chocolates he could find. So my wonderful grade four kids were now inebriated and uh, I quickly ran around but only the wrappers were left on that one. So the uh, word to the wise is make sure the teacher gets the first sample and goes around and checks all of them. I think it was though one of our happiest Christmas festivities though.
0: One of our newest faculty members, Tashika Pille, has our final story. Here, she'll tell us about how her students provided her with an unexpected outdoor ed experience her first year in the classroom.
5: So this happened a few years ago when I first started teaching. I was, had my grade 10 homeroom class in northern Manitoba. Um, and I grew up in South Africa, so celebrating Christmas was not a big thing in my life um, and in my family. Um, So we would spend Christmas on the beach. So in northern Manitoba, it was snowing and there was snow everywhere. And my students, my 15-year-old students, convinced me that what they did every single year is actually go out into the forest and cut down a Christmas tree. (laughs) 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 And so I I was like, this can't be a thing. I just remembered my law class from being in school and our law class would tell us that letting a group of 15 year olds with a chainsaw with someone who (laughs) did not know how to use one would probably not be a good idea (laughs) so i went and asked the principal if this was okay assuming she would say no and that would be my out but no she said yes (laughs) and then i went to the custodian and i asked him if he had a chainsaw And if we could borrow it, and he said yes. (laughs) And so off I went, this very inexperienced new teacher who had never really used, who had never used a chainsaw before uh, with a group of 15-year-olds. There was about maybe 12 of us all together. Every single one of my students was on time that morning, by the way. I just have to tell you that. (laughs) There were no latecomers. And off we went into the forest behind the school to cut down our Christmas tree. (laughs) My only job in this whole endeavor was literally just to be there, I think, in case something went wrong, because I had no idea what I was doing. But these incredible group of students just, they took over. They were inspiring. They told me what to do. They told me where to stand and where not to stand. (laughs) And they proceeded to cut down a tree. And then we carried it back to our class and put it up. And in that entire endeavor, I was the student. Because they had all done this before, multiple times. (laughs) And yet I was the one supposedly looking after them. (laughs) but i would say that it was it was my best christmas experience and i think for them it was probably their oh my god our teacher has no idea what she's doing (laughs) but it all worked out in the end (laughs) there was no chop fingers or anything else so yay plus (laughs)
2: kids are really different these days you know this morning my daughter looked at me she starts screaming dad you didn't listen to a thing i said i thought it's a weird way to start a conversation <laughs> what do you call an elf wearing earmuffs hey, anything you want he can't hear you <laughs>
0: Well, that's it for the holiday edition of Popular Podagogy. Thank you all so much for listening. I'd also like to thank all of our guests for sharing their stories and jokes with us today. Kate, Chad, Jamie, Chris, and Tashika. And from all of us at the Faculty of Education, we'd like to wish you a very happy holidays. See you all in the new year.